What's up, everyone? We are back. College football, DFS, DraftKings breakdown. I think we are in week eight already. Oh, man, the year is flying by. Hopefully, everybody had a good week last week. Well, fired up to be back here again. Uh, last week was a profitable one. So in that case, a good one when it comes to college football DFS. Uh, we're going to go ahead and touch on the early slate here for DraftKings, which is that 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time kickoff. Uh, it is a 12-game slate here, but before we do, please hit the thumbs up button. It helps us out a ton. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that as well. Uh, we're covering, obviously, college football as well as uh, NFL, both from a DFS standpoint, betting and gambling standpoint, hopefully adding some NBA, some baseball, some other stuff here coming up. So, uh, every like, every subscribe helps a ton. I really appreciate it. Uh, jumping to the slate here. 12-game uh, slate, like I mentioned, there's a bunch of games I think look really amazing on the slate. There's a few that, uh, you know, make you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit, but here they are. UCF goes to Oklahoma, where uh, the Sooners are an 18.5-point favorite, 66.5 total on this one. Mississippi State goes to Arkansas, 48.5 total, where the Razorbacks are a 5.5-point favorite. Some injury uh, watching going on in that Arkansas game. Penn State-Ohio State, matchup of the day from a real football perspective. Uh, they go into the horseshoe as Ohio State being a 4.5-point favorite, total being 45.5, so not terrible there. Uh, Memphis, UAB. Memphis is a 6.5-point favorite on the road. 60 and a half total in this one. Air Force and Navy. Uh, Air Force is a 10 and a half point favorite with a 34 and a half total on that one. Questionable, or I'm sorry, uh, injury question news on the quarterback for Air Force that we'll need to keep an eye on. Western Michigan and Ohio. Uh, 53 total, 16 and a half favorite to Ohio, the home team. A game that I really have my eyes set on, Oklahoma State goes to West Virginia, where it's a 49.5 total there. West Virginia is a 3.5-point favorite. Washington State, Oregon, 62.5 total, 18.5-point favorite to the Ducks. Tennessee goes to Alabama, 48.5 total, 8.5-point favorite are is the Tide at home. Uh, Wisconsin goes to Illinois, where Wisconsin is a 2.5-point favorite on the road. Minnesota goes to Iowa in the barn burner of the day where the Hawkeyes are a three and a half point favorite with a whopping 31 and a half total on this game. Uh, I thought I read something that's like the third lowest total on a game in the last like 50 years. Uh, yeah, I, I let's just keep going. Texas goes to Houston, 22 and a half point road favorite, 61 total there on that game. Obviously, there is going to be some interest in that one as well. So what can we take from this? Uh, I think some just big picture thoughts on the slate overall. I think this UCF-Oklahoma game is interesting for sure. I just don't know if I can play John Reese Pumley again. That guy's won me so much money and cost me so much money. Uh, as in he's healthy, he's not healthy, he's healthy. Starts the game, third play of the game goes out. I, I just don't know, man. Uh, I do have quite a bit of interest in Oklahoma here, though. Uh, I think this game does have points scored in it. Uh, and, yes, I think John Reese Pumley has a big part in that total. But for me, I like the Oklahoma State side of the ball. Um, 
a, a little bit of interest in Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, I think the one thing that's kind of interesting in this game is because both defenses are pretty good and they anticipate this being a lower scoring game is they price down some of the stars in this one. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. So I have some moderate interest in that game. Memphis UAB. Yes. Western Michigan, Ohio. Yes. Oklahoma state, West Virginia. Yes. I think this Washington state Oregon game is getting a little bit too much pub. We'll see what the ownership looks like tomorrow and Saturday as it comes out. But Man, Washington State has looked like garbage the last two weeks. They got shut down by Arizona in a bad way last weekend. I think Oregon's going to come to this matchup pissed off after last week. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Washington State scores like 10 points in this one. So, I don't know. Some interest here. Not, no real interest in tech, Tennessee, Alabama. I think both defenses are really strong. Uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, Iowa, and eh. Texas, Houston, yes. So, who are my favorite quarterbacks on the slate this week? Let's go to it. I like Bo Nix up top, 9,800. We just talked about it. I think Oregon comes into this game very upset after how last weekend turned out. They are still very much in play for the Pac-10, 12 championship, whatever it's called now. They're still very much in play, big picture, potentially for a playoff go, uh, run. Uh, they kind of control their own destiny. So, I think – Oregon, Bo Nix, come out hot, come out, you know, it, it was something just to kind of throw back out uh, to the country. But, yeah, man, I don't know about Bo Nix. Like, I like him, obviously. He's got a really safe floor here. Uh, he's gone over 27, 28 DraftKings points just about in every game but two, uh, which were just insane blowouts with Hawaii and Portland State. So I think he's a very safe play on this. At 9,800, though, we need – at minimum 30, more like 35, 40 points to pay that off. And I just don't know if this is the spot that he gets there. So I'll have some Bo Nix, not my favorite play on the slate. I do like Dylan Gabriel, though. Uh, Oklahoma does not have nearly the same running game as uh, Oregon. And I think, you know, we've seen Dylan Gabriel multiple times this year. 35, 44, 38, 30. Uh, he's definitely outproduced Bo Nix in terms of a fantasy perspective. So at a $500 discount, I like Dylan Gabriel quite a bit here in this spot. He's my favorite pay-up option, I think, on the slate. Um, Cam Ward has looked bad. Quinn Ewers, I don't know. He has not looked amazing. I do not like Jalen Milrow in this one against Tennessee. Tennessee has a very good defense. Um, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but they do. If I'm going down here, it's Bo Nix, Dylan Gabriel, and then I'm going down to Seth Hennigan for Memphis. Uh, this is a guy who has been very solid in his career. Uh, he's had a really good season from a, a, a DraftKings perspective, pretty much right on the dot, 25 DraftKings points a game. Um, he is in a very good spot if Blake Watson misses this one. So I have interest either way, but if Blake Watson misses this game, I may have like 80 to 90%. Seth Hennigan in this one. Uh, so keep an eye on that news. I like him quite a bit. Garrett Green is another quarterback I like quite a bit. 7,800. Price is right. Very safe floor. He's got high upside. He's a guy who runs the football. He's exactly what we're looking for in DraftKings and college fantasy for sure. So Seth Hennigan, Garrett Green, probably my two favorites kind of in this mid-range. Man, I cannot stop playing KJ Jefferson. He typically costs me money every weekend, but I think I'm going to go back to the well again here. 
Uh, he has only hit value in a sense. 28 DraftKings points twice on the year. Mississippi State's not good. Uh, hate to break it to everybody down there. Um, I think I'm going to go back to the well. I think KJ Jefferson has opportunities in games where that flashpoint hits and he can throw up 25, 30 DraftKings points plus. He's 7,600. Raheem Sanders is not healthy. This is an opportunity. I think if Mississippi State can kind of push this one a little bit from their side of the ball, I think KJ Jefferson has major upside. Um, so those are kind of my three guys in the mid tier. We're dropping down. There is a few guys I have interest in. Alan Bowman for Oklahoma State. Look, Oklahoma State has looked a lot better. Alan Bowman has looked a lot better. He is throwing the ball 35, 48, 41 times a game. Twice now in the last three games, he has gone over 23 draft or yeah, over 23 DraftKings points. He gets another matchup here against West Virginia. As I mentioned, I like this game. I think this is a traditional, like typical Big 12 shootout potential. Um, yeah, man, I have a little bit of interest in Alan Bowman here. 6,200, the price is right. Again, he allows you to get multiple good uh, pay-up options at running back. He allows you to get potentially, you know, pay-up quarterback and receiver stacking option. Yeah, I'm going to be playing some Alan Bowman. And then the other guy that I've heard around the industry get a little bit of pub here is Curtis Rourke. Totally get it. I like Curtis Rourke as well for Ohio. He has not had a great season so far. Uh, a few games where he has looked awesome coming off of an injury season last year. But I think as they start to get back into this Maction uh, type games, I think we could see spike uh, opportunities for Curtis Rourke. This could be one of them. So at 5,700, it's kind of the same philosophy is why I said I like Alan Bowman. I'll be playing some Curtis Rourke for sure. Um, and getting wild with the running backs and receivers. So moving on, Braylon Allen, Wisconsin, 7,700. I don't know how you don't like this matchup. He's the bell cow for Wisconsin. He's in a damn good spot, in my opinion. Um, he's just expensive. So if you can get there, uh, my suggestion is try to get there. Um, Illinois has had a pretty poor rushing defense all season. I think Braylon Allen's in a really good spot if you're paying up. Uh, also up there, Jonathan Brooks, Texas, 7,400. The dude's just been a, a freaking machine all year. We're talking 25, 30, 40 DraftKings points a game uh, as his usage has ramped up, and he's clearly become the lead back at Texas. Definitely a top three uh, running back play on the slate. I mentioned Blake Watson uh, when talking about Seth Hennigan just a few minutes ago. We got to monitor that one. Uh, he cost a lot of people a lot of money last week. He has been fantastic all season. Uh, sounds like on Monday, he was considered day-to-day. -day. <sighs> cool. Thanks for the awesome update, Coach. Uh, so we have no idea what's going to happen there, but this is a guy, obviously, you've, you've been playing college football DFS now. He is like a 30-point DraftKings uh, machine. Going to have to monitor that one. It's going to be important uh, for this game, for the slate. But I think you could just very easily go down $100 to Ollie Gordon, who's just been incredible for the last couple of games. As I mentioned, once Alan Bowman took over, this offense really ignited uh, for the um, for Oklahoma State, for the Cowboys. 20 points, 24 points, 52 points last week. Yeah, Ollie Gordon should very much be in play for your lineups this weekend. Travion Henderson is someone I have some interest in. Uh, he is, let's see, they hope to have Travion Henderson. Travion Henderson is going to play this week. I would be absolutely floored if he does not. 
Um, I think he is one of the best players Ohio State has. We've seen that. We have not seen him get the full workload, quote-unquote, yet because Ohio State hasn't really needed to do that. 12 carries, 13 carries, 14 carries. Even at that usage, the guy's putting up 20 DraftKings points. Imagine this guy if he can get 20-plus touches in this one. And I think against Penn State, they may need him. Uh, so if he's playing, I'm taking some shots at a $6,600 Travion Henderson. If he's fully healthy and he's in a fairly decent matchup, he should be up there with Braylon Allen and Jonathan Brooks. So Travion Henderson, I'm taking shots on. Going a little bit quicker through these ones, CJ Donaldson and RJ Harvey, I think are fine. I think if you could get up to some of those other guys with bell cow kind of workloads and uh, like sky high ceilings, I think those are the plays. If you're going to play in the 6K range, my favorite running back is Jermaine Brown Jr. for UAB. Uh, bell cow guy down there. If they're going to keep this one close against Memphis, it's going to be on his back. Um, I'm going to have a lot of Jermaine Brown Jr. this year, or this year, this week uh, against Memphis. I think it's a really good spot for him. Really good price point. Uh, definitely one of my favorite plays on the slate. And then Emmanuel uh, Michael for Air Force, 5,800. He's been really good for these guys. Um, we'll see, man. I, I had a lot of interest. I don't, it's hard to tell in this offense. Obviously, they run the option. The quarterback is going to be out for Air Force. That throws the whole offense off, man. We're talking timing. We're talking reads. We're talking all this stuff. I think Navy is one of those teams that they're not very good, but they play Air Force every single year. This is a huge matchup, bragging rights, uh, all that kind of stuff for these guys. I don't quite know if I love this spot. Uh, I had some interest even in Jensen Jones, the potential backup quarterback for Air Force. But, again, this offense is something that they work on from – Early spring ball with no pads on, it's a timing-based offense. So you replace the quarterback, that makes a huge difference on how things flow. I don't know if I love this quite as much. But I'll have a little bit of interest in Michael. 5,800s I think is a good price for a guy that could get the ball 15, 20 times. Um, moving on to receiver. I mean, running back guys below that, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty ugly. I think you could take some shots on some guys. Uh, you can take some shots on Jordan James for Oregon. I think you could take some shots on Caleb Johnson for Iowa. Burned me last week, but, you know, win in Rome, right? Um, I think you could take some shots on, let's see, Rocket Sanders is out. So who does that leave for Arkansas? That's going to leave um, A.J. Green probably. Um I don't know. I don't really love that. I think that just makes me love KJ Jefferson a little bit more, to be honest with you guys. Uh, Nick Singleton, I think for Penn State, can consider. I mean, we haven't seen it. We've been waiting for it all year. He is like twice gone off and hit some value in blowouts, and that's just because he broke off a long run. Again, if I if I feel confident he's going to get like 20 touches in this one, maybe. Um, maybe it's one where you take a Singleton-Travion Henderson stack and, and kind of pair that together. Uh, but I think this this is going to be a tough fought game. Uh, but I think these guys, Travion, Singleton, are both extremely talented. I think you could take shots on them in any matchup, no matter what. Um, I think the only other guy you could take some shots on, in my opinion, running back-wise, is Nakia Watson for Washington State. He's not getting a ton of volume. Oregon, we just I just talked about their defense. I think they come out like with something really to prove here and go off on these guys. So I don't love it. But from a receiving standpoint, Nikia Watson's very much involved in this attack. So 
I think if you need a salary saver, you can go down there. But I'm going to try to hang in this 6-7K range for me personally this week. Receivers. I think it's pretty straightforward. Marvin Harrison Jr. up top is my favorite. Uh, Xavier Worthy for Texas in the mid-tier is kind of the next man up in my player pool. Uh, so if I'm going up, it's Marvin Harrison Jr., a guy who is pretty matchup proof. Now, Penn State does have really good corners. I think they have two guys that are potentially – going to be higher uh, NFL draft picks, but it doesn't seem to matter. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. nuked last year over, I think, 120 yards or something like that uh, in this matchup. So it just doesn't matter for this guy. Xavier Worthy for Texas, I think, is in a really good spot um, against Houston. I think you could play the Washington State receivers, kind of take your pick. Very similar uh, for me is the Houston receivers, Golden, Brown, and Manjack. I think you could play either of those guys and be fine as a bring back. Uh, like I said, Washington State, Victor, Kelly. Uh, yeah, I, I think you could play either of them. Andrew Armstrong for Arkansas at 6K is one of my favorite plays on the slate, especially if you're going to be ro rolling with me and KJ Jefferson this week. Isaiah Williams for Illinois, just got, that guy just continues to produce. Rock Taylor from Memphis, 5,800. I think Cade Stover for Ohio State has been one of the better plays on the slate and consistency all year, 5,400. I think he's a really good spot here. Javon Baker, 5,300 for UCF. Nick Anderson for Oklahoma, 5,200. Miles Cross for Ohio is uh, one of my favorites, 5K. Um, Rashad Owens for Oklahoma State has been slowly but surely rising up that depth chart and getting more usage in that offense that is starting to pick up. So Rashad Owens still a little bit too cheap, and I'll be playing him. I think Demir Blankensee uh, for Memphis, 4,700. It's either him or Rock Taylor. Could play both if you want to double stack this thing and think it goes off. But uh, both of these guys have been really good and important for this offense recently. And then Will Pauling for Wisconsin is kind of my favorite paydown option uh, this week. He's at 4,400, so it's not like a bottom of the barrel type uh, position here this week. But like I said, guys, I, I'm trying to kind of play right in the middle of the road this week. I think the best plays can very much be had like quarterback 6K to uh, 8,500. Like in there, there's a lot of good plays, a lot of good value. Running backs, I think you could go. Uh, from the top end being like 7,500 down to like 6,200. It's a lot of good plays in that mid-tier. I think receivers, 6,500 to like 5K. There's a lot of damn good plays. So I think it's very easy to build a kind of uh, middle of the road, like in terms of price point lineup this week. I don't think you need to necessarily go stars and scrubs. I think it's a little risky on this slate. I think the pricing is set up for it. So that's at least my philosophy on this one. Hopefully everybody has a good weekend. Uh, if you have any questions, again, be, feel free to reach out to me here on YouTube in the comments section uh, after you hit like and subscribe, of course, or follow me on X at the Notorious VJL. Uh, let's interact, throw some questions my way. If you disagree with some of my picks, tell me why. Uh, I like winning money as well, and I'm not always right. So if you have some inside info or anything you'd like to share, please shoot it my way. And again, hit that subscribe button. We'll have some NFL stuff coming out later today. But good luck, college football this weekend.